0: Welcome. Let's talk about safety. So, in safety, I'm gonna go over different tips to stay safe, and um, and also just a review of what safety is and how to facilitate it. So, safety is the condition of being safe from undergoing or causing hurt, injury, or loss, and it's a basic human need. It's second only to survival needs such as oxygen, nutrition, and fluids. So as a nurse, you'll be fundamentally concerned concerned with the safety of your clients, but you must also be concerned about your own safety and the safety of other care providers. Accidental injuries are common, unfortunately, and they can be prevented by being aware of hazards and taking responsible precautions. So, um, the leading, the third leading cause of death in the U.S. are accidents or unintentional injuries. So it's an estimated of 169, almost 170,000 people die each year as a result of accidents. Um, let's go over some, some, um, safety goals for the Hospital National Patient Safety Goals in 2021. So first is identify patients correctly. You have to use at least two ways to identify the patient. Improve staff communication, so get important test results to the right staff person on time. Third, use medicines safely. Before a procedure, um, label medicines that are not labeled so like your syringes, cups, and basins, things like that, Um, and take extra care with patients who take medicines to thin their blood, Um, and then record and pass along the correct information. Fourth is use alarms safely, so make improvements to ensure that alarms um, on medical equipment are heard and responded to on time, even if you think like, oh, there they go again, like, this happened, go check on the patient. (laughs) Just go check on them. Um, Prevent infection. So hand cleaning guidelines are crucial. Um, Sorry, that was number five. And then number six, identify patient safety risks. So reduce the risk for suicide. And then seven, prevent mistakes in surgery. So make sure that the Correct surgery is done on the correct patient and at the correct place on the patient's body. (laughs) Um, You can do that by, like, marking the place or um, pause before the surgery to make sure that a mistake is not being made. Um, And it's also part of your job to educate your clients on how to stay safe. This type of education may be welcome, and it may not be, but it needs to be done regardless. So let's take a look at some common issues. Safe sleeping, especially for um, like children, babies. SIDS might be the first thing that comes to your mind, um, but there is something else, something worse. Um, and it is when the mother is holding the baby while she's in bed and maybe, like, coddling or breastfeeding or just feeding. Um, And the mom falls asleep, kind of falls onto their baby and smothers them. So that, that is not good. And so educate patients to just... Don't hold the baby in bed. Well, (laughs) don't hold the baby in bed. (laughs) Um, Another safety hazard. There are lots in the home. So, um, like, dressers and stands, like a TV stand or something like that, that a toddler could easily pull on and have it fall on them. Preschoolers in the pool. Um, Adolescent driving teach them about that, and adolescent vaping, and adult lifestyle, so drinking, smoking, processed foods, geriatric falls, adult polypharmacy, and safety hazards in the community, so, um, like, um, crowded places with lots going on, you know, that could lead to spread of disease or stampeding. (laughs) Um, Safety hazards in the healthcare facility is another one as well. So make sure your environment is safe and taken care of. So here's a question. In meeting the safety needs of the adolescent client, it would be most important for the nurse to focus his or her teaching on... Smoking cessation, sports injuries, alcohol abuse, or motor vehicle, ve- motor vehicle safety? The answer is motor vehicle safety because, yes, smoking is a risk for adolescents. sports injuries as well, as well as alcohol abuse, but adolescents will if not be driving a lot of the time, will be in a car. And so that is also the leading cause of death for adolescents. So educate them on that. So nursing history. Um, assess for history of falls or um, or accidents. Note assistive devices. Be alert to history of drug or alcohol abuse. Obtain knowledge of family support systems and home environment. And what about abusive relationships, too? In some cases, restraints will be necessary. There are um, like soft restraints and more firm ones, but there are things like sedation. That's a restraint. Um, The cuffs that go on their hands so they don't... Um, pull out their tubes or anything like that. there are also mitts for those as well for babies swaddling is a restraint and then there's also the um more intense or hard restraints, and that's um like four four point restraints so restraining their all all four limbs. This is very important to follow facility protocols, because restraints are kind of a last resort. Are they even necessary? And if so, what kind? You want to go to the least invasive. Um, and also, for how long will you need them on? And it, you must have a provider order for this, and you must give relief on a schedule. You have to be very diligent you also must notify family or give education to the client as to why restraints are necessary and appropriate documentation is done as per protocol. So there are some safety plans for victims of domestic abuse, safety while living with an abusive partner, safety planning with children, safety planning for pets, safety planning during pregnancy, and leaving a relationship. So, um, there may, might be some situations where, like, a woman and her husband are in, and you ask the woman questions, but the, an- the husband keeps answering, and the woman is just kind of looking down, quiet. Um, that could be a sign of domestic abuse or an abusive relationship. And there's really not much you can do about it. Um, But just, I don't know, use your best judgment. (laughs) Um, And also if you ask if someone feels safe, you need to follow up. Don't ask them if they have a plan to kill themselves and then ignore the fact that they have a plan. If someone states they feel unsafe at home, you need to follow up with it. If you don't want to follow up, then don't ask, but just be sure to follow up if you ever know someone feels unsafe. There are multiple safety hazards for healthcare workers, such as back injury, needle stick injury, radiation injury, workplace violence, violence from clients, and some preventions are body mechanics using correct form sharps awareness and proper disposal, radiation precautions, and environmental awareness of personal safety. So knowing the community in which you serve. There may be people that um, come in and that you're caring for that, I don't know, could be part of a gang or anything like that. And if you do anything to make them mad, then watch your back. So just know where (laughs) the place that you serve, and uh, take appropriate precautions. Um, And really, that's it as far as safety goes. So, um, good luck. You've got it. You're doing great. Keep it up.